And today is a bit different for us because it's Mission Sunday. It's exciting. God is using us as a church to literally reach people around the world. And I love Mission Sunday because it's a faith day where God touches our hearts, where he speaks to us about what he, his heart is, what he's doing, and that's reaching the lost. Where he speaks to our heart about how we can be a part over and above our tithe to say, God, I want to be giving. I want to be giving to reach people around the world through missions giving. And I love Mission Sunday because it's an opportunity for all of us to practice what we all want to be better at, and that's hearing the voice of God. God's going to speak to you today. Maybe you're like, man, I want to hear God's voice better. I want to encourage you today as we're going through the service to say, God, speak to my heart. God, I'm listening, Lord. God, I want to hear you. You know, and the best way to get good at hearing God's voice as you ask that question is when he speaks to you, to do something about it. Always act when the Holy Spirit speaks to you. You know, it's funny. I, during the worship, I felt uh, God dropped somebody in my heart to text. And so... You know, it's different when you think of somebody and then when you know, like, I think that's the Lord. So uh, as we were worshiping, I just shot them a text message and said, hey, just want to let you know I'm thinking about you. They said, that's interesting that you say that. I, we were just talking about you. And I said, well, and then I was able to respond and say, well, I feel like it was from the Lord that he dropped you into my heart. There's something God can. That's how God works. Now they're encouraged. God gets the glory. And I tell you that it's a simple way to say, you know what? If God speaks to your heart, our job is to listen, to say, God, I'm ready. I'm here. I'm listening. That's how you get good at hearing the voice of God. And the cool thing about Mission Sunday, as we hold our Missions Faith Promise card, and I was really, I would ask you, why don't you go ahead and grab this real quick? Because we're going to ask the Lord to speak to us today. And as you're holding it, if you're watching online, I want to encourage you to click a link in the chat. There's a QR code you can scan, and it's the same thing that we're holding here. I want to encourage you to be a part and pray this prayer with us. To say, God, would you speak to me today? Lord, would you, would you speak to me about what you would have me do, what you would have us do, to be a part of what you're doing? So why don't you just hold it right now? If you're watching online, you can put your hands out like this. You can hold it up if you're here in the room or at the other campuses. Father, I pray that you'd speak to every single heart. Lord, there's nothing like hearing your voice and responding to what you say. Lord, I pray for every person. Maybe they feel like, man, God, I haven't heard your voice in a long time. Whatever the case is, I pray that you give them big faith, bold faith, great faith, and you'd speak to their heart today, and they would have the joy of hearing you and responding in faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So good. You know, last week, David did an incredible job talking about how we want to bring God's love through our missions giving uh, in Springfield and Joplin in Southwest Missouri in the U.S., and today we're going to be talking about how we're going to bring uh, an impact as a church to 
unreached places around the world, literally around the world, places that we're going to be impacting. And as we think about missions, I think it's important to frame our thinking about missions and how Jesus framed our thinking about missions. Isn't that a good place to start with what Jesus said? To say, how does Jesus want us to think about reaching the world? Maybe that's what we should do, right? Because Jesus is the king, amen? How many of you thankful for Jesus? Can anybody give some praise to Jesus in this place? Amen. So good. Jesus said this, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Jesus is telling us missions is in three areas. And, then, and it starts in Jerusalem, then Judea and Samaria, and then to the ends of the earth. You know, Jerusalem, it's the area that we live. It's where we go to work. It's our, our neighborhood. It's the people we interact with at the grocery store. That's our Jerusalem. Then Judea and Samaria is the region we live in. It's the country we live in. It's the U.S. And then the ends of the earth is the rest of the world that God wants us to reach. And missions happens in all three of those areas. And historically, we've been very strategic in our efforts as a church to reach the world and reach our nation. And this year is no different. We're wanting to do some very significant projects around the world, but we're also wanting to make a major impact in our Jerusalem, right here in Southwest Missouri, through outreach projects in Springfield and in Joplin and impacting the next generation as we build the James River Youth Venue at the South Campus and planting 20 churches around the U.S. It's going to be incredible. And today we're so excited because what we're wanting to do around the world as a church is bigger and broader than ever before. Watch this. For 32 years, one of our main missions focuses as a church has been planting churches. Last year, we were part of launching 52 churches around the world, 20 of those right here in the United States. We launched with over 997 people. Just in four months of our church, we've seen over 100 people give their life to Jesus. On launch Sunday, we saw 283 people come through the doors. And on day one, we had 21 decisions for Jesus. We've seen 102 people say yes to Jesus. Lives are being changed. People are being impacted. We want to say a huge thank you to James River Church. Our entire church is blown away by your generosity. Because of your generosity, the gospel is advancing and lives are being changed. Revival is taking place and it could not take place without you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for giving. We are doing great in Atlanta and it is happening because of you. Two years ago, we adopted the country of Burundi. And since that time, we built an amazing Bible school, equipped medical missionaries with resources. And we're excited to let you know we have drilled 15 water wells, all of them connected to churches, opening doors for the gospel. Last year, we launched a project in the closed country of Morocco to buy business properties that are also used as churches. We have launched in Northern Morocco, in Southern Morocco, and in Central Morocco where we're already seeing first fruits of people coming to faith. James River, because of your generosity, church planters are being launched all across this great country. This year, we're excited to announce that we are going to be part of planting churches and funding vital missions projects around the world. 20 of those churches will be right here in the United States, including Nashville, Tennessee, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Athens, Georgia, and Boise, Idaho. 
This year's global missions focus is bigger and broader than ever before, as we'll be impacting thousands of people literally around the world. In Antigua, Spain, and Egypt, we'll be funding new church buildings for churches that have already outgrown their current space. In the Muslim countries of Turkey and Iran, we'll be launching ministries that will open new and exciting doors for the gospel. In Bosnia, we'll be constructing brand new buildings for a youth camp to reach children and youth who have never heard the gospel. In Indonesia, there are four and a half million orphans, and we want to build a beautiful orphanage that will house hundreds of children in need. So the island of Papua is actually the poorest island in Indonesia, and the Lord has called us to plant this orphanage there because there are over 3,000 orphans that need to be rescued. These kids, if they don't have a place to go, then these Islamic groups come in and take these kids and teach them all things Islam. Unfortunately, with the girls, what's happening is that many of them are being sex trafficked. And so that's our heart right now is to help build this orphanage and make it a permanent establishment in their community. By investing in this project, we have this opportunity to give a family to children that don't have a chance. In Nigeria, the Christian church lives under the constant threat of extreme persecution. But now we have the unprecedented opportunity to plant 10 new churches, all connected to water wells, to provide clean water that is desperately needed. 70,000 children under the age of five die every year in Nigeria from waterborne illness. Christians of this area have faced persecution. Many Christians have been killed for their faith. So the need is tremendous. We are going to the hardest, most difficult area to bring a gift of water and also to plant churches. It's gonna change their lives. It's gonna change their families. And we're gonna see people come to know Jesus Christ as their savior. And in addition to all of this, we're going to be planting new churches around the globe. of the country believes in Jesus, mostly from the capital. So when you look in the countryside, there's not enough Christians to fill a bus. But we're excited about what God is doing, that God is gonna bring the church where there has not been a church. Thank you, James River Church, for believing God with us, believing that God will bring a revival here. Where it was a desert, he will make it a fertile land by his spirit. Isn't that awesome? Praise the Lord to think about what we get to be a part of around the globe. And I love that, you know, it's so big. It's so broad because God is going to use us to do big things as a church. Amen. You know, just to give you an idea of the scope, just in projects alone at the, in the countries we're going to do them, it's over $3 million worth of projects that we want to do as a church. We're planting churches, building orphanages. I'm going to put up the countries that we're going to be doing those in. The United States, we're going to be planting churches. Mongolia, Antigua, Egypt, Iran, Liechtenstein, Turkey, Bosnia, Indonesia, Spain, Nigeria. And then to add to that, places where we're sending mission trips and we're going to be providing supplies for them. That's going to be in the Philippines, in Cuba, in Ethiopia, Guatemala, El Salvador, Ecuador, Dominican Republic, Malawi, United Arab Emirates. You know what? We say we're touching the world and we're literally doing that by the power of Jesus Christ. Think of the countries that we get to impact. It's amazing what God is using us to do as a church. One more time. Can we give him some praise? Amen. I love that. 
And today, as we talk about missions and you think, God, what would you have me do? What would you have us do as a couple? I want to encourage you not just to think in terms of finances or, man, how will that work, but to think in terms of results, to think in terms of the people that we're going to be in, millions of people that are going to be impacted because we give, lives that are going to be changed. You know, Jesus said it like this when it comes to giving. He said in Luke, use worldly wealth to gain friends for yourselves. So when it is gone, you'll be welcomed into eternal dwellings. You know what he's saying? He's saying God brings resource into our lives. And when we use that to build his kingdom, there are going to be people that are in heaven instead of hell because we gave. There are going to be people that when we get to heaven, we we may never meet them in this life. But when we get there, they're going to say, you know what? I'm here because you stepped out in faith, because you believed God, because you said, God, I want to be a part of what you're doing. God, I want to be a missionary of supply. God, I want to see people come to know Jesus. I want to step out in faith in my giving. I'm here because you did that. It's powerful when we think in terms of the kingdom, when we think in terms of results. That's the power of a mission's faith promise. You know, when you say, God, I want to be used by you to be a channel of your supply. What are we saying when we say channel of God's supply? We're saying, you know what, God, if you drop a number in my heart to give, God, I believe you're going to bring the resource to accomplish what you put in my heart to do. And that sense, a missions faith promise is not about what we can budget. If we go off all our financial priorities for the year, we're going to give a lot less than what faith would give. It's a faith promise saying, God, God, speak to my heart and then I'll act in faith and God, I'll watch you bring the resource that I can never do on my own because I know you're about building your kingdom, God, but you want to use me to do that. And it's powerful when you do that, when you take that step of faith and say, God, I believe you. And then you know what? We, God lets us, he actually supplies, and then he lets us share in the results of what he made happen. The joy of bringing people to Jesus. It's supernatural because anytime we step out in faith, it's supernatural. And it matters. It matters because God's heart's for people. It matters because people will be in heaven instead of hell. And it matters because Jesus has put us on mission. In fact, Jesus said this in Matthew, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all I commanded you. And behold, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. Jesus has put us on mission, and in what he said in the Great Commission are three things that should motivate our giving. First, Jesus has all authority. How many of you thankful Jesus is in charge, all right? How many of you thankful he's on the throne? How many of you thankful that he has all authority? You know, and that's so true that he has all authority, but yet we are able, as followers of Christ, to say, God, I'm going to put my life under your authority. The fact of the matter is, you might be living here, Jesus has all for you. You might be here today or watching online, and you haven't given your life to Jesus. Until you put your life under his authority, your life can't experience his blessing. 
And that's just true about the authority of Jesus. Whatever we give to God, he blesses. And he always blesses what we give him. Whatever we put under his authority. And as a believer, we recognize that my time, my life, my priorities, my finances all belong to him. And he has all authority. And as we step out in faith and we say, God, I believe, God, you're in charge. I believe everything I have is from you. And I also believe, God, you're able to bless me as I step out in faith. We see him do supernatural things in our lives. In fact, John Bonnell said it like this. He said, if one first gives himself to the Lord, all other giving is easy. How true is that? Once you recognize God, you're in charge, then if he speaks to your heart and you're like, well, Lord, I don't know how, how that's going to happen. I don't know how I'm going to do that. Maybe last week you were here for mission Sun the first Mission Sunday, and you, and you filled out a faith promise card. But as you've been going throughout the week, you feel like God's saying, hey, I think that's awesome that you filled that card out, but that's not what faith would give. And you're like, but Lord, I don't, I don't understand how that will happen. I, I don't know how I would accomplish that. And the Lord's saying, hey, I'm in charge. You just take that step of faith. You say, God, I'm going to believe you for big things. I'm going to believe you to do more than, than you've ever done before in my life. And he has the authority. And as you put yourself under his authority, you see his blessing in your life. And he loves to bless as we step out in faith. He loves to bless as we're giving to reach people because Jesus' heart is for people. That's the second thing we see. Look at what Jesus said. He said, go and make disciples of all nations. You know, inherent in this phrase is Jesus understands something about us. He says, go, because he knows our inclination is to stay, right? <laughs> Our inclination is to sit. Our inclination is to stay in our comfort zone, to not step out, to, to not move forward in faith. But Jesus says, hey, that's not how it works when you want to experience my power and my blessing. You got to step out in faith and believe I'm going to meet you there. You got to go because my heart is for people. And when we share his heart, we say, okay, God, you're speaking. God, I want to be a part of what you're doing. God, I want my heart to mirror your heart. Your heart is for the lost, God. Your heart is for the hurting, God. Your heart is for the broken, God. And so, God, if you're telling me to go, God, I'm going to do it. It's in that step of faith God works in our life. It's in that step of faith that we start to look like he looks. That he begins to work in our heart. And then we see him work in our life and in our finances. You know, Jesus said, this is what I'm about. I'm about reaching lost people. And Luke, it says this, for the son of man, that's Jesus Christ, came to do what? He came to seek and to save those who are lost. That's what God's heart is about. That's what God, he cares about. His heart aches for the lost. And he wants us to be a part of bringing his kingdom to people who don't know him, people who are hurting, people who don't know about the love of Jesus. And Paul, the apostle Paul, talks about here's how this works when it comes to bringing the love of Jesus. He says, how can they believe in him if they've never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? A great question when it comes to reaching the far corners of the earth, reaching 
countries, internationally, as a church. How do we, how do, we do that? Well, for many of us, we're not going to go there physically, but God is sending us as missionaries of supply. We're going to be those who send, go by sending. We're going to be those who say, you know what? I can't be in Bosnia. I can't be in Indonesia, but I can go there by being a missionary of supply. I can be a part of what God's doing on the earth by being a missionary of supply. And you watch as you say, God, that's what I'm going to do. You watch how God uses that in a powerful way. We go. God's heart is for people. And you can know this, that as you step out in faith, Jesus' power will always go with you. Jesus' power will always go with you. You don't have to be afraid to step out in faith. Look at what Jesus says. He says, and behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Anytime you take a step of faith, you know, maybe, maybe God's put a number in your heart and you're like, as you think about it, you're like, man, I've never done that anything like that before, Lord. It kind of takes your breath away. You don't have to be afraid to step out in faith because you can know this, that as you step out in faith, God is going to help you. God is going to be with you. You're, you're just positioning yourself to see the supernatural at work in your life, which is exciting. And Jesus promised anytime you do that, as you go, as you go by sending, as you say, I'm going to be a missionary of supply, I'll be with you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to be near to you. I'm going to use you like you've never seen, been used before. You know, there's a lot of uncertainty in life that you can be like, I don't know what's going to happen in 2023, or I don't know if I should take this job, or, or I don't know if I should marry this person, or I don't even know if I should go on this date for Valentine's Day. I'm not sure. But you can know this as you step out in faith. One thing you can be 100% sure about is God is that if I step out in faith, if I do what you're asking me to do, you're going to help me. You're going to bless in ways that I've never seen before. And you're going to use me to reach people. You know, Beth and I have seen that in our lives over and over again. As we've stepped out in faith, as we say, hey, we're going to give. Hey, we're not sure how this is going to work, but we're going to give because we feel God's leading us to do this. We feel God's putting this in our heart. We've seen God over and over again pour his supply into our lives, do things that weren't possible, do things that we didn't think were possible as we stepped out in faith, make us channels of his infinite supply. And that's not just true for us. That's true for anybody who steps out in faith. As you step out, God's going to use you. So the question is, are you listening? Are you being obedient? And as you do that, it's that simple. God, I'm just going to take this step. You watch God do what only he can do. And I believe we're going to see God's power at work as we step out in faith, to impact our Jerusalem this year in Springfield and Joplin and Southwest Missouri. You know, David shared some stats last week about Springfield. The fact that the poverty rate in Springfield is 65% higher than the U.S. average. That in 2022, access to illegal drugs in Southwest Missouri hit an all-time high. There's an epidemic of hopelessness in our area. But we believe God's calling us to change that. So beginning in May of 2023, we're going to be starting Saturday Serve. We're one Saturday each month. We're going to be out in the community, shining the light of Jesus. And we know we're going to reach this area. We're going to reach the next generation. That's why we're building the James River Youth Venue here at the South Campus is a key part of our mission strategy to reach Jerusalem. We know that investing in the next generation is central 
to reaching this area and fulfilling what Jesus has called to us as a church. So you could say, you know what? This year, as part of my mission's giving, I'm believing God's gonna use me to do something significant towards the James River Youth Venue. I wanna be a missionary supply to reach the next generation because what we're doing to reach teenagers is missions. And we're gonna plant 20 churches around the U.S., which is fantastic. And... What God is calling us to do internationally is huge. And I just want to take a few moments to show you some of the things that we believe God's leading us to do as a church internationally through our missions giving. I'm going to put up this map. In, in, in Indonesia, Indonesia is 87.5% Muslim. And there are, there's a huge problem in that there's so many orphans, they don't have room to house them. There's 4.4 million orphans in the country of Indonesia. And what's happening is Islamic extremists are building orphanages to house youth and kids so they can indoctrinate the boys and sex traffic the girls. It's a huge need. And it shouldn't be happening. And there's a need for orphanages there. And so we're going to build an orphanage in Wamana that's going to house 100 to 200 kids. We're partnering with the church in that city. It's going to be amazing what God does through that orphanage. and powerful. We believe God's going to use it to change that country. We're also starting a church in Bogar, Indonesia. The country, like I said, is 87.5% Muslim. Bogar is 95% Muslim. And it's so hostile towards Christianity that the people that we're partnering with to plant this church have recently met with the security officials there. And they're like, why are you doing this? This is so dangerous. But we believe God is going to use this church to reach this city for Jesus and start changing this country for Christ in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're also going to be going into Mongolia. You heard the missionaries talk as they're saying, you know what? Most of the Christians in Mongolia are in the capital city of Mongolia, but in the countryside, you know, he's the analogy of like, literally there aren't enough Christians that even load a bus up. There's so few Christians. It's primarily Buddhist country, but we're going to be planting a church. The church is going to be, have a community center. That's a part of it. It's going to be powerful as they're reaching people in Mongolia, bringing Jesus to the countryside of Mongolia. Can we praise the Lord for missionaries that are doing that? Man, I want to supply what they're doing. I want to be a part of what Jesus is doing there. In Turkey and Iran, what we're doing, uh, these are sensitive countries. The projects we're doing, we, we got to be careful with what we share. But basically, the projects we're doing open up doors for people to share their faith in these countries to bring Jesus into places where it's very hard to get into, and God's going to use us in a big way. In Liechtenstein, there's only, everybody say Liechtenstein. It's just a fun word to say. In Liechtenstein, there's only one evangelical church. One evangelical church. It's not a super open country uh, to Christianity. But in Liechtenstein, with one church, we're going to be planting the second church and believing God is going to reach that country for Jesus. In Spain and Antigua and in Egypt, there are churches that have outgrown their space 
And it's very difficult in several of these countries to get space. And so we're going to be funding for them to, some of them are going to triple their capacity through what we want to do and adding space to these churches. In Egypt, we're also planting two churches in Cairo, which is much like what we did in Morocco last year. They're businesses, missions, properties. That means they're like VRBOs. That helps fund that location. But then on the weekends, there are churches where people can meet in Cairo, two different churches that we're going to be doing that. It's going to be incredible. In Bosnia, Bosnia is a country, and this is so important what we're doing. The country of Bosnia, look at this, is only 0.00013% evangelical Christian. In Bosnia, it's, it's illegal to share your faith with anybody under the age of 18. And so recently, a pastor was actually arrested for baptizing a boy. That's the kind of climate that this country has. There's a youth camp there, and we're going to be expanding it. This is huge because the, the government allows, when kids attend the youth, group, the youth camp, they say, you can share Jesus with them if they attend the youth camp. We're going to be reaching a country where you can't reach youth and kids. We're going to be reaching youth and kids in a country that desperately needs Jesus by expanding this youth camp. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be awesome. In Nigeria, Nigeria is number six on Open Door. It's an organization that tracks religious persecution. Number six, the most, the sixth most persecuted country for Christianity. In fact, if you have organizations that try to start churches there and they've been um, just straight up denied on starting a church and it's hostile to Christianity. If you look up the news um, recently, there's been a lot of persecution in Nigeria. On top of that, there's a massive humanitarian crisis. You heard in the video that 70,000 children under the age of five die from waterborne illness in Nigeria every single year. That's not right. And we're going to do something about it. But listen to this. The anti-Christian government in Nigeria said, hey, you can plant a church as long as you drill a water well with the church. And so we're going to be planting 10 churches in Nigeria and drilling 10 water wells to bring clean water to those who need them and to bring the love of Jesus, to bring a cup of cold water in Jesus' name to Nigeria. And it's going to be amazing what God does. I love, I love talking about these. I love that we're doing something so big that what God has called us to do is going to impact every corner of the globe. What God is calling us to do through our giving is massive. And God wants you to be a part of it. And right now, I just want to encourage you once again to grab the missions card. And we've broken it down for you here. You know, you can plant an international church for $25,000. The, the youth camp in Bosnia, it cost $715,000. Maybe as a couple, God's just blessed you, and you're like, man, we're going to fund that whole youth camp. We can complete the water well project and the church planting project in Nigeria for $350,000. Maybe you plant two churches, and you say, we're going to give $50,000. 
I want to encourage you to say, God, what do you want me to do? You know, the Bible says this in Proverbs. It says, if people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend to what he reveals, they're blessed. Most blessed. When they attend. It's, it's not just about saying, God, God, I sense your presence. I hear your voice. I, I, feel, I feel like you're in this, God. I, I see what you're doing. It's not just about that. It's about attending to what God reveals. That's where you start to walk in faith. That's where you start to see God move. That's where you start to build a lifestyle of hearing God's voice. As you say, God, when you show me, when you speak, God, I'm going to move. God, I want to be a part of what you're doing. God, I, it doesn't really matter what it, what it is, God. If you're speaking to me, God, I just want to give. You know, it's powerful when you, when you give and you say, God, you know, sometimes God lays in your heart and you say, I'm, I'm just, I feel like we're called to, you know, drill two water wells and you give to that. And you, then you can give and you see your, your name on it. You're like, in the sense of like, I drilled, I was a part of that. I, I gave $50,000 and now there's two water wells. It's also powerful when you say, you know what, you know, you love anybody who designates their giving to something like that. It's also powerful when people say, you know what? I just feel like God's calling me to give it. I just want to reach people. And they just give to missions undesignated. Because I'll tell you this, there are projects that as I'm standing on this stage, we don't even know are going to happen this year. That happens every year. We have people come to us, missionaries come to us and they say, you know, do you want to be a part of this? Or, or there's a need here. And because of people saying, you know what? God, God puts his number, and however he wants to use it in missions, that's what we want to be a part of. We're able to do projects that we present on Mission Sunday and then do projects when people come to us. You think 667 missionaries are supported by James River. Isn't that awesome? Last year, last year, uh, a couple came to us in Seville, Spain. There was a startup for a church, Seville, Spain. We were able to give $100,000 to them when they asked for help. We were able to give $10,000 to provide Bibles in a sensitive Arabic-speaking country when somebody came to us. We were able to plant a church in Austria for $120,000 when somebody came to us and said, hey, do you want to be a part of this? And that's just some of the projects that come our way. Honestly, there's a huge list of them. So there's something powerful about saying, God, I just want to be a part of what you're doing. You know, maybe you're here or watching online and you're like, you know, you feel like God's speaking to you for a massive missions faith promise. I'm talking like a six or seven figure missions faith promise. And God's speaking to you and saying, you know what? I want you to give that undesignated because there's a project that only God knows about that you're going to be a part of because you gave. And I just want to encourage you. If that's you, step out in faith. Watch what God does. It's powerful when God works. We're seeing God do incredible things. And you know what? I'm, I'm so thankful in moments like these because I've seen how God works in our own life, but I've also seen how it works in my parents' life. In fact, I was um, texting with my, my dad this morning and just saying, thank you so much for your example of you and mom. Because I... I I don't know what made me think of it, but this morning I was thinking of standing in the driveway with him when we were growing up and him telling me 
about how God had come through for them uh, through their giving. And, and it had to do with like, man, we didn't know how this situation was gonna work out. It was a really big deal to him. And, and he was like, but we felt like we were supposed to give anyway. And then God just totally worked it all out for us. And to have that kind of example as a, as a parent and say, God, I want my kids to see us step out in faith and see you supply in a supernatural way. I want them to step out in faith. And that happens as I'm an example, as we're, Beth and I are an example to our kids and saying, you know what? We don't want to just give what we can give. We don't want to just give what we think is generous. We want to give what faith gives. Because faith, a faith, when you step out in faith and your generosity, that's where you see the power of God work in your life in an amazing way. So as you, as we get ready to fill this out, I want everybody to grab this card right now. And once again, if you're watching online, you click that link in the chat. And say, God, I want to be a missionary of your supply. God, I want to see you work through me. And as we get ready to fill this out, I want to read you the story of Randy and Lisa. Listen to this. In 2022, we felt we needed to step out in faith and increase our mission's faith promise to more than what we'd done before. On Mission Sunday, we wrote a bigger number than the previous year. And I love how they said they, they made a missions faith promise bigger than the previous year. I think there's something powerful about doing that, saying, you know what, we're not going to let what we've done in the past be the yardstick by which we measure everything we do in the future. We always want to be saying, God, let us do more. God, speak to our hearts for more. And they're not sure. And so they're going through the week and they're praying. They've made this missions faith promise. We felt he wanted to bless us to be able to increase our number even more. Our number already seemed like a big stretch, but then we changed our number to $100,000. We knew that the good Lord would have to help us to be able to do that. I love that. And again, he did. He also increased our business clientele, leading to an income increase of 48%, which is more than we could have ever predicted. We are learning that we have to have faith every time we run into a situation that causes us to doubt or concern. The Lord is there. He has rescued us, prospered us more than we can ask or imagine. We are so, so amazed and incredibly grateful for all that God has done. Can we praise the Lord with them right now? Isn't that cool? What they're saying is it's a faith journey. It's where you hear the voice of God. Maybe you filled out a faith promise card last week, and as you've been going through the week, God's been speaking to your heart. And if that's you, as you, as you fill it out today, I would encourage you to fill it out again. And when you do, you just write the, the full amount that you feel like God's calling you to give. And then at the top of the card, just write new card in all caps. And that way, that way we can count it. What we do is we shred these cards so we don't keep them. It's not for like a long term follow up or any of that. We shred them. But we do tally the total so we can plan on what we can do. We can say, this is what the people of James River are believing God to do. And that helps us plan and that helps us better administrate everything. Uh, but I will say this, as you fill out the card, and I would encourage you right now to grab your pen, to go ahead and start filling that out. And as you fill out the card, I want to encourage you to write your full name. And when I say encourage you, I mean, please write your full name. Because we won't count it if your full name's not on it. And the reason is, uh, we want to be able to, we're, we're counting, missionaries are counting on this, projects are counting on this, 
And so we don't count it unless people put their full name. So if you put Patrick Mahomes, that, we're not going to count that. Perhaps he's watching online right now, and we welcome you. Or, you know, Donald Trump or whatever comes to your mind or a doctor's signature. Don't do any of that. Just put your full name. And then put the amount. You can say, I choose to give every week, or I choose to give every month, or I choose to give this year. And you can put an amount on there. And then once again, if it's a, if it's a new amount, you filled one out, just write new card at the top, put your full name. And then before we turn these in, I, I want to pray for the blessing of God on everybody's finances every family that's making a faith promise today. I do want to take a moment to talk to those watching online right now. You're a part of the church. We feel so blessed that you're a part of the church. And I want to encourage you, if James River's your church home or you're just attending online and you sense God speaking to you to be a part of it, to click the link in the chat, to fill it out. If you're, if maybe you filled one out last week, there's a little box you can put for new faith promise. Once again, this is over and above our tithe. This is missions giving. The tithe belongs for, to the Lord for building his church. This is for missions. This is not a pledge. A pledge comes out of your savings or your investments. This is you saying, God, I believe you're going to make me a missionary of your supply. But go ahead and fill that out with us and then put your name on there. And then uh, once you're done filling it out, you can fold it. And then um, we're going to pray. So would you, uh, would you right now, would you hold up your faith promise? If you're watching online, you can just lift your hands. Lord, we thank you, God, that your provision and your blessing, we've seen it over and over and over and over again in the lives of people. God, I pray for every person stepping out of faith, every family, God. I pray, Lord, that you, God, would supernaturally bless them. Lord, that you pour your supply into them. Some of them making faith promises, God, that you put in their heart that they have no idea how it's going to happen. But Lord, I pray just that step of faith, God, Lord, that you would use it in the name of Jesus and you'd bless their finances. You bless their family. That they would see you do supernatural things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.